On today's episode of the Knicks Rewind Podcast, we have, like, nothing to talk about because we've had one game in, like, a week, and yeah. we did a podcast last week talking about the All-Star break. So we'll yeah. talk about last night's game a bit, and we'll talk about some of the head coaching search options and some, you know, draft February stuff. draft yeah. preview stuff, yeah. just who we're liking so far as March's March coming is up. coming around, yeah. So, yeah, we'll talk about that. Remember to review the show on Apple Podcasts, visit our website, nixrewind.com, and follow us on Twitter at nixrewindpod, and let's get started. So I didn't get to catch all of the game, but you did. I did. This past I did Friday. I saw game. some of it, and I was following on Twitter, obviously. Yeah. But you, uh, Frank and Barrett had some good moments. Good moments, yeah. Um, overall, it was a good game for both of them. Barrett was more inconsistent. Barrett was the best, probably the best I've seen him all season going to the basket mm-hmm. on that game. Like He was just, he looked explosive. He was struggling after he sprained his ankle, yeah, and then he right. came in, and right. you know he wasn't as explosive. I think this break, this one week long break, really helped him get that step back. I agree. And he looked explosive last night. Had some nice dunks and nice ticks to the rim. No, he had one. He had one play where he just he blew right by Oladipo and and for a yam, and that just looked like very like I don't know. It, it looked good. It looked like it looked like he was back. It looked like he was spry again. However. The um the jump shot was was subpar um to to say the least. Jump jump shot's been subpar to bad. Jump shot's all been year. subpar to bad all year, but I don't know. It's just tough because like you could see like oh man like this guy was had a he had a great game going to the basket, but like he shot oh for five from three. Mm-hmm. Eight of nineteen overall. Seventeen points on eight of nineteen shooting is not not ideal, but. Yeah. Yeah, uh, RJ had 17 points, a couple of assists, and four boards in 27 minutes. So, played starter minutes. He started, obviously, after having mm-hmm. some time off yeah. uh, and coming off the bench after the injury. 17 points I'm happy with. Yeah, I mean, it's a good night. He, he had some flashes, and that's, I guess, like, as a rookie now, like, that's kind of the stage in his development that, like, I want to see from him. It's just, like, showing that, like, he can put that stuff together, like, he can put those yeah. moments together and, and that's encouraging neil akina had 14 um, yeah thank god needed this one yeah 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 for him for, sure. for fans for coaching he was good he, he had a really good night on the defensive end and hit some big shots to kind of spark a, a I, w- I wouldn't call it a comeback but like to spark like a, a the knicks push, getting back a into the game the i think yeah. they only got it to within six or five but um kind of got it back us got us back in the game with his energy his defense um yeah, so that was encouraging. Yeah, that's good. Um, Portis, he had a big game. He's been hurt. He's been um, hearing all the hate. That's my boy, man. Not really. <laughs> it's your boy. Not now. really. Not really. I just kind of like it when he goes off. Yeah, he had nineteen and six, and it's funny to watch him go off because he's got this energy and this look he in his eye. He just shoots so much. He <laughs> shoots so much. Literally every time he gets the, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah, uh, Randall was pretty bad. Randall was bad. Randall got owned by Sabonis. Yeah. Like. Oh yeah, Sabonis is Sabonis is good. He had twenty four and thirteen, and uh, T.J. Warren had twenty seven. He uh, led 
the Pacers in scoring. He's good too. Oladipo didn't look very good though. Yeah, I haven't even really been following the Pacers that much. Like they is were he playing well. They actually they were injury? really good. They were playing really well, and since he's come back, I think they've like lost six out of their last eight games. Yeah, it's gonna take um, a while for them to reincorporate, reincorporate him. Yeah, because he was like such a big part of their team, and I guess they like learned how to play without him. I think they could be a pretty scary team come playoff. I do time. too. Like if he can get he can get back to what he was, like he can be. Like I don't see them beating good. the Sixers. I don't see them beating the Bucks, obviously, no. but I think they can make yeah. a little push. Yeah, I do. I agree. The Bucks. Just on a side note, I was watching um, Bucks Sixers last night. Mm-hmm. That Bucks team is ridiculous. I mean, the, the amount of production they just get top to bottom down the roster, like Robin Lopez is balling, like Dante Divincenzo is balling, Brooke Pat Connaughton, Brooke Lopez, and obviously Giannis and Chris Middleton. Um, that is just an absolute monster. And like the stat that I saw a stat on Twitter that the Knicks actually recently, I think maybe in like the bat- last month, have been in the top five in the NBA in defensive rating. Mm-hmm. They're like right behind every team, like leading up to two. Like everyone's like right around 107. Like it's only like a tenth of a point is the difference. The Bucks are 101. There's a yeah. six point difference between the Bucks and the next best team in the last month. Yeah. They're no, that they're, good. They're that good. I think, yeah. they can, I think they can honestly win a championship this year. I do too. Because the Clippers are kind of, I mean, the Clippers are kind of, I think if the Clippers figure it out, that's the best team in the league. Yeah, and I think by but playoff they time, haven't yet. like, I, yeah, I don't know. Morris, our buddy Morris, hasn't been playing very well there so far. I think I think all those pieces will fit together by playoff time. Like they'll just know what to do by playoff time yeah. with the good coaching and you know the superstar yeah. players they have. But over an eighty-two game season, it's probably hard to yeah. No, it's hard to get share that the ball right away. that much or you know the roster flipped over so much. I just thought they've had some weird acquisitions like bringing in reggie jackson like that, that doesn't make a lot yeah. of sense because like you have lou williams who's like gonna shoot a lot and then you have reggie jackson who's gonna shoot a lot and then you have like marcus morris who's, who's gonna, gonna shoot, shoot a lot, a lot. like <laughs> yeah and then obviously Kawhi. And i kind of i kind of think the saying that is like there are too many shots to go around is kind of lazy and you know outdated a little bit there's only one basketball like but i genuinely think that might be a problem for this clippers team uh-huh you know because yeah. Jackson, like his whole like last five years, has been required to score for, for the, the Pistons, distance, yeah, and that's like what he does. But like now he has to change the scenery like, and actually be like doesn't a blue really guy. have to score that much right anymore. now. And I don't like know if that's what he is and distribute it, and that's just not a player he's ever been really yeah, in his career. Exactly. Um. Anyway, back to the Knicks. Yeah, Knox is bad again. I mean, he only played seventeen minutes, had four points. Yeah, he actually didn't. I wouldn't say he looked awful. He came in and had two awful turnovers on like his first two possessions like threw the ball out of bounds and got stripped <laughs> um and i was just like oh sh- what do we do with this go. guy i mean it's G- like g league right but like mills will or mills and perry or no mills isn't here anymore perry will obviously like not swallow his pride yeah and send knocks down there because that was his pick yeah and that was his i don't know but i think it's just necessary for his development there's no reason no there to. is he needs to gain confidence i mean like Guys go to the G League. Like, stars like Siakam played in the G League, you yeah. know? like Dennis Smith had six assists. He passed well. Only three points. He's not always just, like, a positive He's never a positive. Court, though. Like He's he just never is, a he, positive. He, he kind of hurts the flow of the offense just with the way he, like, kind of just loves to, like, dance around with the ball. Uh-huh. Every yeah, time and, he dribbles and go, it and then just, go like, around, go around behind the, the basket. Horn. Maybe yeah. a little pull-up six-footer or something. <sighs> Anyway, you told me I didn't I didn't catch the first half 
or the uh, first bit of the second half, but Mo Harkless started the second half. Yeah, so kind of yeah, Mo, Mo Harkless started the second half in place of Reggie Bullock, and then was pulled pretty quickly into that and didn't play the rest of the game, which was just like kind of an odd decision by Miller because mm-hmm. he hasn't. I don't know. Mil- Miller has been confusing me and will continue to confuse me. I think just with his philosophy. Um, I really like the lineup that ended the game though, which was, um, I think. Nilakina, Barrett, Dotson, and then I think Taj and Randall. Because mm-hmm. um, Mitch Mitch picked up like 5,015 minutes or something. Classic Mitch. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Um, all right, I don't really want to talk about like Knicks any, the Knicks game. I want to talk about the Knicks, obviously, but not that game. Like, who cares? Yeah, who cares? It's, like a it's over. February it's over. against the Pacers. It's over. Uh, you want to talk about some of the head coaching search? Mm-hmm. Let's just start with this question. Do you think... Miller should be the coach heading into next no. year. No. Yeah. I, I didn't think I he'd don't. say that. I wouldn't be mad if he is, but I don't think I, I think there's zero percent chance he is. I've really been pleased. I think you have to keep Miller on in some capacity, and I think you have to just kind of keep him on as a defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um I'm really happy with the way he stepped in in this just horrible situation. Yeah, and, and he's and calmed everything down, won some games, yeah, made us look like a competent NBA teams at times yeah. team at times, but I don't know. Is he like a coach of the future for us? I don't think he is. I don't think because I think you kind of need a coach. I think he'd be great for defense if you can just keep him here, like make him the associate head coach. Mm-hmm. He coaches the defense because our defense has been great since yeah. he like great since we hired him, and he's doing that with not the best group of defenders, with, no, you know. But all. so that means kind of schematically that he's doing, he's doing a really a good job. job. Yeah, but. Our offense is 29th in the league and last in three pointers attempted, which is a problem. So, which is a problem, which means he's kind of like he's he's a college coach. He has like an old college offense that he runs, and it's like a lot of triangle sets too. Um, and we haven't we don't score a lot. If you notice that, like our games are frequently like in the 90s now, and like mm-hmm. because we just we don't we, yeah, we, we also don't like it's kind but, of like an archaeological I mean, offense. In his defense. Who's going to be putting up a bunch of points on our team, especially now that Morris that is, is gone? True. Randall's the only consistent, somewhat consistent scorer on this team. But I think it's about philosophy a little bit, and I oh, right. don't like his philosophy. I know. I'm just saying, in his defense, I I agree with you. But you got to start in the NBA. It's a copycat league, and you got to start kind of going with what works for a lot of teams around the league, like shooting a lot of threes, you know, pushing the ball, limiting mid range jump shots. All right, let's list some guys, and uh, you tell me, and I'll tell you if I like him uh, or not. Mark Jackson. Absolutely. I don't know. <laughs> no. It's a short conversation. Not a shot. We don't need to waste time We don't on need this. to waste time. No shot. Don't want him. No um, world in which I would. Yeah, neither would I. Jay Wright, I would love, but that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen unless we give him like $15, 20000000 million a year, which, which is I don't do. ludicrous to spend on a coach. Yeah. Um, I mean, great coach. Knows yeah, what great he's coach. Doing. Knows, what he's, knows what he's doing, but it's also risky. College coaches are risky because obviously you saw Game what happened so with Beeline. Yeah. You know? Came yeah. in. That was a disaster. Yeah, exactly. And then, but, but also... The game is so different, but I... I don't know. He's a he's a, a mind though. He's like a, they his teams just do so well mm-hmm. and he develops players so well. Like they don't have they don't get the, the best, best recruits. Yeah, I don't know if he's a great recruiter, um, but he gets guys to be good and his guys are also become really good NBA players. Right. Like right. Jalen Brunson is a good point guard. You had Josh Dante Hart for a while. is balling. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um 
And these guys, and it's even, not, it's not like these guys are the most athletic freaks of nature. No, they just not. know how to play they're basketball yeah. with a high IQ, and yeah. that certainly stems from him. Exactly. Um, what about like Jason Kidd? No, I don't like Jason Kidd. I think he's done a terrible job as head coach. Really? Yeah, he was terrible. Yeah, I mean, once once Budenholzer came in, that ge- yeah. that team flipped that over team for the better. Over, yeah, like completely flipped over. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like the um, the Mark Jackson Steve Kerr transition. Yeah, went from like fifty wins to like sixty seven. Similar thing happened with this Bucks team. They were the eighth seed, and then they were the first seed last year. What about uh, JVG, the other ESPN commentator? Why not? I thought maybe I. I was. He's just too. You know, like listening to him talk on too old school on the broadcasts. He just some of the things he says about. uh, I think he's just too in the nineties still. He does a great job with Team USA though, in like through international competition. That's true. It's a different league though. It's a different game. But uh, I also saw. That I mean, his relationship with Dolan is, you know, very on the edge. I don't think it's yeah. very. Um, well, very obviously, good. I mean, he got fired. Yeah, you know. So having bringing him back may not be like the best new rebuilding mindset. No, to have. I think we need like a an innovative, just someone who's innovative and will bring new ideas in. That's kind of my preference. I like this one a lot. Yeah, Becky Hammond. You know, I love anyone from yeah. Pop System. I wanted the guy who went to Charlotte. What's his name again? Borrego. Borrego. He's actually him. done a decent job. He's done a nice job, job with like yeah. one of the worst rosters in the league. I just think anyone who comes from a system like that is a mastermind. It's, I think it's perfect for the New York yeah, media. You know how it's to not, run a team. It's yeah. not going to bring in very much drama. Like they they know what they're doing over there. Now, in the be- same way, though, I don't think it's it's hard to hire someone. And I'm not talking about Hammond specifically, but just from because they come from a certain system. You know, I, I the NFL is. Uh, obviously very different than the nba but you know belichick coaches historically don't do very well Mm -hmm. you know when they become head coaches and i think similar to the spurs not on the same level the miami heat way or like culture is very strong and you you know they they're can they've been consistently good for a long time and we got a face from the miami heat organization and obviously we know how that went so i think there's a lot more to head coaching than just culture. Yeah, but here's the thing: like you could tactically, like you David Fisdale was terrible. I, th- I feel like you could say this about anyone or any organization's history. Like you come from this organization, you see that turns out. I feel like there's a bunch of different examples of this happening. Like you can choose any of these people and list plenty of cons, but I think the pros just outweigh exactly for Hammond. I don't know. I think Sam- I think Hammond and she did a great job. I mean, I know like the Spurs. Summer league team won a championship. And why not? I think when someone has that type of basketball pedigree, you know, players respect her. But yeah. also, like, I know he's not on the team anymore, but like the thing that Marcus Morris said, like, yeah. kind of scared me about like bringing in a female head yeah, coach. You I, know, I agree. No, like, it's like, that's just like, it's like, definitely in, like, in the back of everyone's mind. He's right? not the only, you know, he's not the only one in the NBA who thinks like that. And I remember, like, you said this a while ago, like, I we think I literally said, like, like, do you think, do you think Marcus, Marcus Morris, Morris would ever listen like, to, listen to like Becky that. Hammond? Yeah. And it's clear that, like, based on his comments, he wouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, because, like, he seems like he's kind of like a deeply, you know, a bit of a misogynistic guy. Uh, anyway. <laughs> but, yeah. Kenny Smith? Um, God, no. 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 I hate Kenny Smith. Why? He's a smart guy. He's kind of just so annoying. He's not know. that bad. He's, he's annoying during the dunk contest. After every dunk, it's over. Yeah. It's over, ladies well, like, and gentlemen. I mean, he's like 
a personality kind of guy. He is but a personality kind of guy. But I couldn't see him being a head coach. I think he he's the type of coach kind of like Fizdale who would just be like best friends with everybody. Ah, uh, that's a good point. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he like would focus just, too like, much on trying to build like a a happiness culture instead of a winning yeah, culture. Yeah, Fizdale was just like friends with everyone. <laughs> yeah. Like they were all it's just like smiling buddies. while yeah. at 40. Like, yeah. like Mike Miller will get on your ass. Yeah, he will. What about Pablo Prigioni? That's my boy. That's the boy. But Bring him back. <laughs> I don't Why? know about a head coach. Why? He has no head coaching experience. I don't care. He's been an assistant for like the next Neither does Becky Hammond. Yeah, but she comes from the pop system. Prigioni's coming from a Nets and a Timberwolves the Nets system. system. Like, is it really? The Nets system comes from the Spurs system. Is it really comparable? Which also comes from the Hawks system. Well, the Hawks system comes from the Spurs system. So there's Hunter Atkinson, who was from the Hawks, which has Spurs influence. I don't know. I don't that's know if little, you can a judge little, a coach. A like, it's a little bit of a stretch, but but um, I like Prigioni. I you know he was such a smart player. He was such a smart. He was so fun to watch too. Like I have so much love for Prigioni, but I would take some other guys over Prigioni. All right, respectable, right? That's yeah, respectable. that's normal. You want to talk about some draft stuff? As yeah, as I've been Let's watching more college ball recently. Real quick though, break. I don't. I don't. I just don't see like an exciting candidate that like I would just like jump on. You I, know, I do. Hammond, you think? Oh, I thought you were talking about the draft. I mean, draft, yeah. Hammond, but no, like, Hammond, go, I think it go anyway this offseason. But I don't. Do you, I don't know if I see Dolan actually pulling the trigger on Hammond. I don't know. You know. Yeah. I mean, he's a butthole. Yeah, he's an. I don't know if he would yeah, hire you know, a like, woman. Yeah, I mean, but maybe he would to like make a splash. But like, I don't know. I, yeah, there's no. I think it could go anywhere. I have no idea what's going on in his. There's mind. really no front runner right but there's now. There's no like. There's no one coach that you could say like, "Hey, this is the candidate," which is kind of funny because like, those guys always don't always turn out well. Like Luke Walton was that guy. Mm-hmm. Like he was. The guy who everyone was like, we want him. He's going to be a great coach. And he's terrible. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think and it could go any direction this offseason. I think Jaeger is an in- interesting option. This is going to be the number one storyline this offseason. Who's going to coach yeah. us? Because yeah. we're not getting any big free agents, and obviously. We're, I mean, as Steve Stute said, you know, we're, like, we're, we're, getting, we're getting a new coach. We're getting a new coach. It's like not it's questionable. Not like, yeah. that's why when we're having the Mike Miller conversation, like, I'd be happy having him back. Like, I think yeah. he's a good dude. Me too. I think he's a good coach, but he's just but not But not in back. that capacity. Yeah. Draft? Yeah, let's do it. Alright, this is hard though, because obviously we don't know what pick we're gonna get. But we'll do like some of the top guys we want, then like if we fall to five or six, then we'll talk about some of the guys maybe we want from there that okay. are the, the um that aren't gonna be off the board. If we have the first overall pick right now, who are you picking? You know what? Let me start. I think I yeah. I'm starting. Anthony Edwards. I think I'd take him as well. Six five guard, he's eighteen years old, and he's at my Georgia Bulldogs. Look, look. You're very... not trying to sell me on anything. I agree with. You. <laughs> I know. I'm talking to everybody okay. else listening. If you're not sold on Anthony Edwards, freak athlete. Okay. Good looking shot. Okay. Been somewhat consistent. He's been a better shooter than RJ was, and he's been. He tastes. Yeah, he's, he's 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 he a shoots... much he's a much better prospect than. RJ yeah, and he shoots at a much higher volume. Like he shoots a lot of threes, obviously, and he doesn't shoot a horrible percentage. Good free throw shooter. Great finisher. The only thing that you mentioned before me is sometimes his defense and laziness, but I just, think that's just also he, and his laziness a, kind of shows up on the offense. Like he doesn't always, he's not always willing to like get the best possible shot. Like if he just wants to take like a tough fadeaway too, like he will. I think that also might be a little bit. I think that might by the, by the horrible team around him. Like it, the, it, yeah, it might be, sucks. but I think that might change when you get to the NBA because like you have coaches that aren't going to like tolerate that behavior, and you know like just because you're I bet Tom Crean, you know when he was, you know recruiting ae was like i'm giving you the keys it's like you know offense, just like right. it's you and similar things happen with trey young in oklahoma like 
I bet the coach there was just like, you take any shot that you want. I do not mm-hmm. care. You know, yeah. because... I mean, I think the most intriguing thing to me is his athleticism. He's a yeah, freak athlete. He's got a good handle. His I passing mean, isn't like hasn't proven much because he doesn't have like an elite team. around No, he doesn't him. have an elite team around him. I, I think I watched. He had a windmill. Yeah. In transition it's off two feet, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like he this guy jump. is six five, and yeah. he just that was so easy. Yeah. He posted and then another dude. Last he posted night one last night, and I was just like, "Damn." Like, you know, he's a freak athlete. It's yeah. fun to watch, too. I actually, I've gotten to catch a lot of Georgia games because I'm a big Georgia fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's the reason I turned them on because of course. You know, there's a chance I could get my guy on my Knicks. I think if Ant-Man is there, I think you got to take him. And I think it would be intriguing to have him and Barrett I think as it would two too. and three, you yes, know, because three, I think right. Barrett naturally is a three. Right. And Ant-Man size-wise fits better at the two. Uh-huh. So, you know, you, you have and Edwards you have, at the two. And then you two. have Frank at the one. Look at that roster. Look at that starting lineup right there. And then we have Julius Randle. And then Mitch, though. That, that's a good That's a fun lineup. Yeah, that's intriguing. Mitch. Um, anyway, all right. If you had to – so Ant-Man, you're number one. Like, yeah, you would probably that's, pick my, that's my number one. What about – who's your number two? I think I know who you're going to say. And I, I, I don't think I know what you're going to say. You know, this is tough because I'd say just off strictly tape – and like the things that you see him do, and you say, "Damn!" Like no one else in the draft can do anything close to that. Is it, is is it Lamelo? Yeah, yeah. Because like some of the passes that he makes are just ridiculous. Like he's got, he has like probably better court, like similar level court vision that Lonzo did, and I think he's a more creative player than Lonzo was coming out. Now, um, there are a lot, lot of, of red, red flags. First off, Shooting. he's never been healthy. Yeah. His jumper is hideous. He shot 37% from the field this year. 25% from three. Yes, on like six attempts a game. That's really bad. So he was like pulling, even though he like wasn't hitting shots. But, you know, it's a, he's a 6'6 six, six point guard. He's a 6'6 six, six point guard who can pass like anybody in the league can like i think immediately he comes in and it's like that's he has like the jaw level of passing mm-hmm. coming in which is really exciting uh, and he's long he's, he's big, long man. he's a good athlete yeah and that he would be he's an intriguing option and i think if he's there when the knicks pick i think they're gonna have a really hard time passing him up and i'm sure you've heard this argument but what about all the baggage that comes with Lamelo ball i don't think i don't think you don't care lavar's kind of i think Lamelo and Lonzo have kind of distanced themselves from Lavar, mm-hmm. um, because like I think they're probably spiteful, and Lamelo's probably spiteful of kind of what Lavar Le- did to him. You know, yeah. and, but, but you know, like everything that he does, it's going to be on that's Sports true. Instagram. Yeah, it's going to be popular. But I think is that even a bad right. thing though? Yeah, I think that's I think that's right. But like Lavar, like pulled him out of high school, mm-hmm. made him go to Lithuania. <laughs> <laughs> now he's in New Zealand. Yeah, and he's made back. Him, he's made definitely him. back home now. No, he's he's back because yeah. I think he um, he shut it down. Because he shut it down. Yeah, he won. But he won. He rookie won of their the rookie of the year there. He's having. I mean, he averaged seventeen, seven, and seven. It's pretty damn good. It's a man's league In a down pro there too. League. You know, Terrence Ferguson, who's on the Thunder now, mm-hmm. played in Australia, mm-hmm. um, and averaged like four or five points a game. Yeah, you know, like what no, Lamelo did there, is, and, and he real. got better. Like as time went along. And RJ, got, Ham- and RJ Hampton, right? He's not even having a great year over there. No, he's, he's not. That's, he's I was not just gonna, about to look up yeah. his stats. Um, he's been uh, under, pretty underwhelming. 
which is frustrating because I thought he was going to be good. I think he would have benefited from because he he reclassified, like moved up a year in his height, like in in rankings, and then decided to go to Australia yeah, instead of going to Kansas. It's underwhelming for him, but also but we didn't need it, it really does elevate what Lamelo is doing there. Yeah, and it shows like how special it is. Yeah, Hampton was like nine points a game. Mm-hmm. 2.4 assists. Yeah, 29% from three, 40% from the field. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mellow's intriguing for sure. It usually uh, has to take me a while to, um, you know, like when the season's over to really start diving in to who these prospects are. So a lot of these yeah, guys. I think, I think we're just going to touch on them a little bit. I don't really know about. I want to talk about Cole Anthony. I, don't, I, I, I was going to say we should talk about Cole. I don't want Cole Anthony. I don't want Cole Anthony I, at either. all. Like, I would rather anybody else than Cole Anthony. Now, there are arguments to be made that his season in um, has been a little, like, tainted so far. Injuries, right? Injuries, but also just I watched the Duke-North Carolina game, uh-huh. and North Carolina's awful. Like, their yeah, team is this terrible. Year. They're bad this year. Just the supporting cast around Cole, he has no shooters, no spacing, no nothing. Uh-huh. And it's just hard because teams just pack the paint. But he responds to that by taking tough mid-range jumpers, hard floaters, you know. Yeah. And also, since he came back, their own six. Right. And he's shooting like 30% from the field. So, yeah. um, He's a Brooklyn guy. Yeah. Some of my friends have played him in middle school I basketball. actually, funny anecdote, when I was in fifth grade, I toured when he, the place that he was at school. Poly prep. Poly prep. Um, and... I had a similar situation to him. I was going to have to repeat a grade. I liked basketball. And so they had Cole come down and talk to me. That's crazy. So I talked to Cole um, for like five minutes. Yeah, that's pretty cool. A couple of my friends who are two years older than me played him in high school and middle school basketball, uh, which is kind of cool. He's probably dirty. He just smoked us. Yeah. Like he just smoked him, like beat us by 50. Anyway, um, I don't want Cole. I think he's just a short, inefficient point guard. He's 6'3". And I I just don't see him really succeeding. I agree. Um, in New York, any like who else do you want to touch on? I mean, do you know about Denny? Really? I was just about to ask you about Denny Evidisha. I want to look more into Denny. He's a six eight forward from Maccabi Tel Aviv. He's kind of nasty. He is. Tell me He's about him. Nasty. I don't really know anything about him. I don't know that much about him either. Um, he can shoot. He kind of has some bounce too. I don't know much about his skill though. I like. I need to. I love when like the Draft Express all the um, which is now yeah the video what, what works out. for ESPN, um, and they do like the pro the strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, and that's when I get to know like that was my go to for years for right? years. Yeah, and that's how you get to know all these. Prospects. That's still how I do it. You know, right? Um, you know, Okongu I think is worth talking Okongu, about. Yeah. Um, he's projected if to go he's like there, later, like, though. I think. I think he's gonna move up. I think he's gonna be a top. He's five. at USC. He's a six nine. He's only six nine though. Center. Yeah, but he's good. He's good. Also, another guy. One more guy. I think we should talk about is Halberton from Iowa State. I would suggest watching his tape. Honestly, could not tell you about him. I will watch that tape though. He's a good passer. All right, cool. He's a good passer. Funky looking jump shot, but he shoots forty percent from three. Average like fifteen six and six this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Where does he go? Iowa State. He hurt himself though. He's out for the year. Okay. Um, he broke his wrist or something. Yeah. All in all, though, I want Anthony Edwards if we get the first pick. Oh, what about Wiseman? I would pass on Wiseman. Really? Like, what if he slips like four though? If he slips the four. I don't. He's got 
just like movement ability though i like wiseman like, a lot but obviously i haven't seen limiting. enough from him you know i the one game i watched was like his first game of the year and he literally just like ran down the court and dunked it every time it looked like a high school game it looked like an all-star game yeah, the only thing that really you know limits me wanting him a lot is mitch because i don't want him to like stunt anything with mitch but i think he's a great athlete i think like, it'll I think be could... stupid when like your strongest position or your strongest prospect is a center, so you just pick another center. Yeah, he's Marvin Bagley like. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about Marvin Bagley. He's always hurt. Marvin yeah. Bagley. But I like Wiseman. I mean, we haven't seen enough film for him, so True. it's it's a risky True. pick. True. But if he like slips to four or five, and we have that pick, I would take him. Really? Yeah. I don't think I would. I think you. I think the Knicks are to say is I think at that to... point you take the best player in the draft, Fair. or not the best player, the best player available. available. Yeah. All right. You want to wrap it up? Yeah. Sure. Um, all right, I think we we had to kind of throw this together because yeah, uh, this was a little this was a little last. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. Yeah, I, I'm excited to do like a big like 45 minute long drafts preview. Maybe an hour. Yeah, maybe yeah. we'll just mock. We'll do yeah. a mock, or, or we'll just talk about everyone, make big boards. That'd be fun. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Remember to view the show on Apple Podcasts. Yes. Visit our website nixrewind.com. Follow, follow us on Twitter, Twitter, and Instagram, Instagram at nixrewindpod. Everywhere. All right. Talk to you guys next week.